Welcome, welcome to the best five-minute wine podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly. From the sea to the glass, wine has a past. Our aim at the best five-minute wine podcast is to look for adventure at wineries around the globe. After all, great minds think alike. Let's start the adventure. Our featured winery is... In this episode, we head to Oklahoma, in a city where the average commute time is 17 minutes. Not bad, considering mine is an hour and a half. Average household size is two. Median family income, 47000 Jesus, take the wheel. Yes, Carrie Underwood was born here. Talking about Muskogee, Oklahoma. Also home to... Hi, Forrest. I'm Bob Wickheiser. I am the winemaker and co-owner of Pecan Creek Winery in Muskogee, Oklahoma. I'm glad to be here. How did you get to this point where you started Pecan Winery? Well, wasn't it the Grateful Dead who's saying about what a long, strange trip it's been. My resume in uh, in brief ranges from being a physicist in medical imaging and starting and selling two companies, software companies in Silicon Valley, two firms. And that's where I learned winemaking uh, and wine appreciation, wine pairing. And then after a number of years and uh, three years of commuting to uh, Asia for a semiconductor project, I went to seminary in Cambridge, Mass., became an ordained Episcopal priest, uh, was up and down the East Coast in Washington, D.C. at the National Cathedral for a year, and then I got tired of that and wanted to be under the radar, so I've been in Muskogee, Oklahoma for about 10 years. I would get frozen grapes and make wine as kind of a hobby and member of the community said gosh you got to do something with that well we partnered up and uh, he's the farmer i'm the winemaker with that background bob i imagine that you get pretty adventurous sometimes in winemaking i have made a little bit of wine from concentrates just to see what it's like and in general we do not at Pecan Creek, we do not use uh, concentrate except in two parts of the production process. And by the way, those are completely legal in France and California. One is capitalization when at in fermentation, and we may use some grape concentrate to um, boost our sugar level up one or two bricks just to, to get a desired uh, final alcohol concentration. And we may also use grape concentrate in final sweetening, back sweetening of the wine to produce a sweeter wine. Outside of that, no, there's no concentrate in this process at all. In the wine business, your job can be varied. Is there such a thing as a typical day for you? I wouldn't know typical if it hit me between the eyes, but a lot of times I'm still the rector of an Episcopal church. Now we have virtual services and all that stuff. Besides writing and producing services every week, I I have three or four other articles I write on online and, and, um, we're the only Episcopal church in Muskogee, but I may write church stuff for uh, three or four hours between 4.30, starting about 4.30 or 5 in the morning. And then my cellar crew, I'll get something to eat and some coffee, and my cellar crew gets in about 9. Every Monday they have one or two pages of detailed list of what to do. And uh, I go over every day for about 45 minutes or so just to clarify and answer questions and occasionally do calculations. I get an aside, being a physicist, I'm astonished at the lack of math skills in the general population. (laughs) So I'm doing all the dosing calculations and transfer calculations and filtering determinations, stuff like that. So 
Um, and then any problems need to get resolved. Um, I may do them in the morning or I'll go back to church um, or stay home, one of those three. And then the winemaking duties besides that also will amount to managing sales, uh, managing finance, uh, purchasing department. I think the other day I counted up 17 hats I wear. So it's a good thing, too, because I don't have any hair. It's time, boys and girls, for our listener voicemail. Hi, this is Alice from Muskogee, Oklahoma. I'm interested in knowing how different grapes and different grow based on different climates and different altitudes across the United States and how that affects the different quality of wine produced. Thank you. As the saying goes, some wines have attitude, some wines have altitude. But it's a good question. The Napa Valley in California maxes out at about 3,000 feet. You head over to Europe, you've got 4,300 feet. And then Argentina checks in at the highest with almost 10,000 feet. You could make a case that the higher the altitude, the better the wine. However, you could also make a case that it doesn't matter. And what really matters is the process. Thank you for listening. I'm Forrest Kelly. This episode of the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast was produced by IHISM. If you like the show, please tell your friends and pets and subscribe. Until next time, pour the wine and ponder your next adventure.